Yes, yes, yes. We all know. We're a day late. We apologize. Hopefully nobody had to call 911. It's all Mikey's fault. We're going to get him triggered as we get into guaranteed winners for the first week of college bowl games. The gambling edition is back on sixth year seniors. And now, from a smoky sports bar off the Las Vegas Strip, after the final tickets have been cashed out for the evening, counting their money, or what's left of it, it's Alan Capps and Mike Watson, the Sixth Year Seniors! Mikey, how you doing? And where the hell you been? So, so I get back to the hotel last night. There's a, there's a cop car outside waiting on me. Oh, you know, you had a missing person report. You know, we're just making sure that everybody was here. Shit. We were yeah. checking the dog and the pool and the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, the, the only thing I felt good about was North Carolina hadn't played last night. So, you know, Come I figured on. we were okay. <laughs> No, the the shoot shoot job blues. It, well, it actually wasn't blues, but it was. It, it, it's to the point where when you're on the road for the shoot job three straight weeks, sometimes you just get back to the hotel and you fall out and you forget what day of the week it is, and then uh, you then you got to do other shit and make appearances and glad hand and all this stuff and and drink Japanese whiskey and uh, shit happens. It happens and it happened last night. And, and I profusely I profusely apologize to you off the air before we hit the red light. I'm apologizing to the listeners now. This is all my fault. I'm not Snitsky. It is my fault. It was brutal. Absolutely horrible. So Mikey told me before we hit the red light that one of his coworkers out, out where he's traveling decided to cook dinner for the crew last night. So I have, to, yeah. I have to ask Mikey. Did he barbecue the barbecue on the barbecue? Fuck, no, he didn't fucking barbecue a motherfucking thing. Because you can't barbecue anything. Barbecue is a food, goddammit. Shit. I saw, the, the outdoor setup's nice, though. The outdoor setup's nice. But, but we did not – it was too fucking cold to deal with that shit up here, up here in the northeastern part of the United States right now. God, it's freaking freezing. It was 22 degrees this morning. It's awful. Once again – Location, location, location. That's God. why 60 Year Seniors West pays high taxes and still lives here. Damn it. Right now. It, oh, it's a god-awful 57 degrees right now. Oh, man, get here the parkas out. Here in Northern out. California. Jesus. And that's why they have bowl games in California and not Pennsylvania. I'm trying to think. They, no, they don't have the Philadelphia. Don't like the, no, they don't. They got the, the Fenway and, the, and, and the, the Pinstripe Bowl. But that's yeah, about and, it. and look who we put there on Monday. If y'all haven't <laughs> listened to that show yet, you need to. Just burying teams. It was great. It's fantastic. Come on, but the only place worse than Boston and New York would be Albuquerque. Oh, man. We'll, we'll talk about Albuquerque in a little while. We'll get there. Or Bakersfield, which is always my favorite. The place Bakersfield Bowl. That's right. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the bowl picks. Uh, we were going to talk some basketball. We decided to save it all for Monday. That'll be a blast, especially after what happened last night. If you all have seen it, if you haven't, look it up. It's the end of the Big Ten as we know it. I, yeah, I was going to, I was, I was going to take a tangent here. No, we'll save it. We'll save it for Monday. Yeah, let, let's save it for we'll Monday. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to pick bowl games from now through December twenty third. So essentially, everything before Christmas. Before we get there, we're going to be transparent. We're going to admit our picks sucked this year. We were bad. You know, we, we could do the thing that the other touts do and say, 
77% on games to start after 5 p.m. Pacific time on Saturdays when the date is even numbered. But yes. no, we, we, we just, we suck. We suck. I was 94 and 109. I need to pick fewer games. Mikey was 60 and 67. Even worse, our mortgage plays were 10 and 16. Brutal. That's ugly. Brutal. If you faded us all year, you might have made some money. And Mikey went 7 and 5 against me when we had opposite sides of games. So congratulations, buddy. You did better than I did poorly. I'll, I'll, I'll take what I can get. How many games you got this next, this coming week? I believe I've got eight. Really? I only have nine. No fucking way. Oh, wow. This is like a first. It is. I'm this close to you. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of hopeful. Now. It, this is hard. We always have the opt-outs and, and the bold situations. But this year with the transfer portal, man, it's like this may as well be the opening game of the 2024 season. They eventually need to do that. They need to turn the bowl games into week zero of they next do. season. That's they really makes do. the most sense. It, at this point, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and so it's it's really hard to, to find games, especially when you're looking a week in advance, well, even days in advance. Yeah. So I, I, I'm limited. I'll, I'll admit it. I'm, I'm looking at dogs and overs because that's usually what happens in bowl games. I surely don't want to take a heavy favorite because who knows what will happen to that team between now and whenever that game is played. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, uh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, you're sitting here talking about dogs and I'm looking at my card and I'm like, fuck. You got favorites and unders? <laughs> I've got, I don't have unders, but I have favorites. But, but there, oh, there is boy. a method behind – there's a method behind the madness. I stayed off – Let's jump into it. I stayed off uh, the big boys for the most part. Pretty much me too. Yeah. Not, not that there's a lot of big boys here in the first week, but but I do have uh, I do have a couple on the other side of, of the plays here. I'm going to start in New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm going to take Jacksonville State minus two and a half versus the uh, the semi local Louisiana Raging Cajuns. I just think Jacksonville State's a great story this year. They're going to be jacked up to be playing in a bowl game. Raging Cajuns, yeah, we get to go over to New Orleans, we get to play, but, you know, it's not a destination. I don't know how fired up they're going to be for that. They weren't great in Sunbelt play this year. I think Jack State's going to come out fired up. It's going to mean a lot to them to win their first ever bowl game. I'm taking the Gamecocks. I'm laying two and a half. I'm on the right side of the number. Yeah, that was one of the last ones I crossed off. And it's not because I don't like Jack State, but I'm just I'm a little afraid because some – Professional gamblers, not touts, professional gamblers I follow are playing Louisiana, and that's just that that scares me. I don't understand it, but I also don't want to you know go up against them. And and since the number moved to two and a half on yesterday, I was looking at three. Two and a half is just so inviting, but I've I've got to stay away. You mentioned Albuquerque. We're going to go there. New Mexico State, basically the home team. Taking on Fresno State. New Mexico State, they got to be jacked up. They beat Auburn. They kicked the shit out of them. Gave Liberty a game in the, the CUSA title game. I think this was an opportunity for them to, to cap off a great season, similar to Jackson State. That's that's my, my, my theory behind these two plays. I'm on the wrong side of the number, but Fresno was so underwhelming this year. We know what New Mexico State can do. They're at home. I, I, I think they get out, get out in front of them. 
keep keep Fresno at bay the rest of the way. I'm going to lay the points. I don't care about the hook. New Mexico State minus three and a half. I like that, and I'm seeing now that a new report has come out that Diego Pavia is expected to play in that game. So that three and a half might be cheap now. I'm not sure what to do with Fresno State. Uh, Jeff Tedford is stepping away due to yep. health concerns. Remember, Tedford only took that job a couple years ago yeah. because they needed somebody to keep the team in line. The uh, assistant head coach and linebackers coach, Tim Skipper, is going to be the intern for the bowl. Logan Fife, the backup quarterback, is in the transfer portal. I'm not sure what to expect, but knowing they'll get some coaching changes there and some kids that want to uh, show off for 2024, I'm actually in this game on the over 51. Mm, Okay. Because especially at New Mexico State, I think this is going to be the second start for them. Uh, They've now proven that they are not only a good team, but a bowl caliber team, a conference title threatening team. And they've got a freshman quarterback who I think they're going to throw in there as well. I'm not even sure. I'm just seeing this report on Pavia. But the freshman looked good in the title game. And it wouldn't surprise me if he gets some playing time, um, you know, to prepare for next year. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it, it, the, the New Mexico State turnaround has been been massive. You know, we we, we're, we get on here every year. We talk about you know who 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 are the dogs of the dogs. Who who is who's in the SPCA tournament and all that stuff. Who's the bottom of the barrel? And New Mexico State had been in that group for many years. Oh, years. And the turnaround they've had the past few seasons has been something to something to pat their, pat themselves on the shoulder about. I think they I think they come out and take care of business. Let's keep moving. Let's go down to the old six year senior South territory. Frisco, Texas, my goodness, Marshall and UTSA. I like UTSA here. I'm not gonna lie. I, they struggled at the beginning of the season. They got stuff turned around. Relative home game. They come up by 35. Marshall's trash. They're they're. I'm not not. I know it's a big number. I don't care. I think the Roadrunners blow out Marshall. I'm gonna lay 13 points. Take the take the heavy favorite, which I'm not supposed to do during bowl season. Damn. That is a huge number. <laughs> That's about all I can say. That's a huge number. Mar- Marshall is going to be missing a bunch of dudes. Let's see. The latest I saw, uh, their quarterback, Cam Fancher, is in the transfer portal. So it looks like Cole Pennington, who I believe is Chad's kid. Jesus Christ, world. Yeah, does that make you feel old? Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Is going to be the uh, starting quarterback for Marshall. Jeff Trailer is the head coach is staying with Texas San Antonio, so you got some continuity there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There, it, it looked for it looked for a while that he might be heading, you know, interviewing with A and M, and that there was a lot of smoke there. It didn't, didn't quite happen, but I, that's just that's just a big number to to play in a bowl game. That's that's my only concern. Ah, oh, what the hell? You know, we've lost enough money this year. What's a, what's another little bit? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out uh, if this is my favorite play of the week or not, but we'll keep on moving. Boca Raton, Florida. I'm taking South Florida and the points against Syracuse. USF, they were beyond excited to be going to a bowl game. They had a great turnaround season for the Bulls. They're going across the state. They get to go over to the beach, but they already at the beach most of the time. It's not a big, exciting thing for them. They won't be distracted by the beach. But when you come down from Syracuse, New York, in December, 
going to the beach where it's warm is a big deal. I think the orange are going to be distracted by outside elements that they'd rather be partaking in rather than playing football. They're dealing with a coaching change. I love USF here. I love plus three. The wrong team is favored. South Florida wins this game outright. Give me the Bulls plus three. You could be right. This is another game that I'm on the over. Syracuse and South Florida totaled 61. This could be a massive midweek shootout. Garrett Schrader should be fully healthy, and that Syracuse team is entirely different when he plays quarterback. Both teams should just light this game up. They might be past 61 by the third quarter. Staying down in Florida, Tampa, we're going to go to the Georgia O'Leary Bowl. I'm sorry, the Gasparilla Bowl. Georgia Tech and UCF. Good old George O'Leary. That's a hell of a call. I didn't see anybody reference that all week. I'm shocked. Yeah, I was going to say that. that that that's a that's a deep deep cut there. I man. know. I'm shocked by that. Georgia Tech was was sneaky good this year. Brent Key has done a great job getting those guys uh, to play well. I, I like Georgia Tech here a lot. I, I think they'll be able to just again celebrate a good season. UCF a little underwhelming in their in their Big Twelve debut this year. Georgia Tech, getting to a bowl game for those guys is a big deal this year. Again, I'm just playing behind who wants to be here more. I think Tech wants to be here more. I'm going to take the jackets. I'm going to take the points, plus four and a half. Give me Georgia Tech. I can see that. And so far, they haven't lost many people to the transfer portal. I, I didn't have a good grip on Georgia Tech all year. And, and truthfully, except for John Reese Plumley, I really didn't have a good look at Central Florida. So I, I, I didn't have much here. Taking the dog's always good. Well, that's the last dog I got on my car. Let's finish this shit out. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. So you you going to next Saturday now. Homer play here. Birmingham uh, I figured that. Man, you're even on the wrong side of the number for the homer. Play. I know. And I, don't, I, and I don't care. Duke lost their head coach. They lost their starting quarterback. All sorts of upheaval in Durham. And I know Troy lost their head coach, too. Summerall's, Summerall's going out to Tulane, and that's going to be a great hire. It's a home run hire for Tulane. You couldn't have done couldn't have done better for what they have. I think Summerall's going to win big at Tulane. It's a great hire. But in the meantime, Troy's going to get to close out a fantastic season. They're Sunbelt champs. Uh, home game, the Troy fans will fill up the joint there in Birmingham. I think they get out and flex a little bit on uh, on Duke. Going to be a battle of defenses there. I don't think there's going to be a ton of points, but Troy is going to get more than enough to cover seven and the hook. Give me my Trojans at home in Birmingham, minus seven and a half. Yeah, this is the perfect scenario of what team wants to be here and what doesn't. Duke is going to be missing Riley Leonard, Jordan Waters, Jacques Moore, possibly even their defensive lineman, Dwayne Carter. Duke is going to be in shambles. If there's one team that wants to be there and wants to win a big game against a big team, it would definitely be Troy, even if you are on the wrong side of the number. Absolutely. Armed Forces Bowl, Air Force taking on James Madison. We know what James Madison did this year. Lost their head coach. We know that. It's all right. JMU's got stuff to prove. I think they're going to close the season out. Finish with just that one lone L on the on the right side of the of the win-loss record. I like James Madison here a lot. Air Force stumbled to the line, and, and I think James Madison could be up for the challenge here. Take care of business. James Madison's the much better team. I'm going to lay the field goal minus three in the Armed Forces Bowl. And here's another one where we have a potential parlay for you. 
Boom. I am taking the over on this game. It's just 41. James Madison's going to come out with a ton of new coaches. Who knows what they're going to throw at Air Force? Air Force might as well just throw away tape and focus on themselves because you don't know what Madison's going to do. At the same time, Air Force is going to get over some injuries, especially for quarterback Zach Lair. Dane Kinnaman, the wide receiver, should also play. Air Force is going to look a lot like the team that showed up at the beginning of the year rather than the team that finished this year. Uh, finally, Jordan McLeod, even though he's in the transfer portal, is saying he's going to play. Oh, okay. Interesting. But then again, we're a week and a half away. Yeah, who the hell knows exactly. I've got one more play, and and it's in one of the uh, one of the games that we've, uh, we've we've banged on a little bit. What the hell is a sixty eight ventures? We talked about this. <laughs> the real estate bowl in Mobile, Alabama. It's a home We're going to build shit till the hurricane comes. Hurricane's going to knock everything down. We're going to build shit again. It's a pyramid scheme. Well, let me tell you something. South Alabama he hates these oil cans. <laughs> South Alabama is going to blow some shit up at the 68 Ventures Bowl. They have the worst bowl team as their opponent in Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan is not good. South Alabama is pretty damn good. And I think South Alabama, at home for their bowl game, going to run it up on EMU. I don't care. It's a big number. I don't care. South Alabama is a much better team here. I'm, this is probably completely ridiculous, but I'm taking South Alabama and laying 16 and a half points in the 68 Ventures Bowl. You know, I said at the beginning of the bowl season that whoever Eastern Michigan played, I was going to bet against them. But this line is ridiculous, and I'm actually on the other side of this game. <laughs> I, I can't. That's just too many points, man. I'll give you all the reasons to not bet on Eastern Michigan. Austin Smith, their starting quarterback, is in, is in the transfer point. Here's the deal. Who's going to take Austin Smith out of the transfer portal? Where does Very he think question. he's going to get a better job than at Eastern Michigan? Hmm. Uh, this kid, Ike Edunia, is going to play uh, if Smith doesn't. He's more of a runner, so that immediately changes what Eastern Michigan does on offense. And again, so South, South Alabama might as well just throw out their tape on Eastern Michigan because you don't know what's going to show up. And that enough, I, I think, is going 16 and a half for crying out loud. That's just way too big a number. South Alabama is going to be without the leading rusher, Ladanium Webb. Won't matter. 16 and a half, man. Don't don't care in a bowl game. I don't care. That's just it. It's in a bowl game. Nobody wants to get blown out in a bowl game. Now nah, we'll see. What you got? That was my last play. <laughs> All right, I've got a few others. So we know that we have we have no mortgage plays. We have three potential parlays: New Mexico State minus three and a half and over fifty one, South Florida plus three. And over 61, hell, I'd take the money line on South Florida and just Mm -hmm. amp that up a bit. Yeah. And then James Madison, minus three and over 41. So I'm going to start out because as a degenerate gambler, 
you have to bet the last game of the week, and you have to bet the first bowl game of the season. Hmm. And therefore, at 8 a.m. Vegas time on Saturday, December 16th, I am betting Georgia Southern minus three against Ohio. Hmm. Ohio probably was the better team, but again, they just been ha- they've been ravaged by the transfer portal. Curtis Rourke has entered the transfer portal and won't play. He's heading to Indiana, which might be a decent move. If he can stay healthy, he's a really good quarterback. He just can never stay healthy. They're losing their starting running back, Shea Bagheera. Their backup running back, O'Shan Allison. They have already lost their backup quarterback, C.J. Harris. So they're probably going to have starting at quarterback Parker Navarro, who will be the team's leading rusher and passer left on the roster. Oh, good he's Lord. Run, he's run for 107 yards. He's thrown for 65. Oof. Ohio's just a mess. And I'm shocked. This line has moved from Ohio minus two to Georgia Southern minus three. Uh-huh. It actually was at three and a half, and it probably is at a lot of books. But right now at the book that we look at, it's minus three. So I'm stealing that number. Grab it. Damn. There's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> there is. There's a lot of shit going on. Next, I'm going to the uh, the Independence Bowl. Texas Tech and Cal. If you listen to us at all, all season, you know what side I'm on. Yep. I'm on Cal, plus three. Fernando Mendoza, the freshman, is going to start at quarterback. Jade Knott's going to play their running back. Cal has worked its ass off to get to a bowl game this year, so they're definitely interested in winning this game. Texas Tech, not so sure. It looks like Baron Morton is going to be healthy enough to start. Not sure if that's a good thing or not. Uh, They went through like three or four different quarterbacks this year, and none of them were fantastic. Tyler Shaw, of course, started the season and got hurt, which is what he does. And uh, he's still not going to be around for the bowl game. No. Cal in Shreveport, Louisiana at 8.15 on a Saturday night in, in December. That's just fantastic. Go Golden Bears. Uh, Shreveport is uh, still central time zone? Central time, yeah. Okay, I assume that that was Eastern. Shreveport, the weed eater ball. I love it. So that's all I have for Saturday. The one game I have in midweek, we talked about already, Syracuse, South Florida, over 61. Then we go to next Saturday. The first game I see that piqued my interest was Arkansas State, minus one against Northern Illinois, the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. But I like what Arkansas State has done at times this season. Of course, it seems that every time I bet on Arkansas State, they just go belly up. Hoping that's not going to be the case this time around. Northern Illinois kind of fell flat on their face toward the end of the year. They're going to be super thin at wide receiver. They're going to have their their best guy. He just withdrew from the transfer portal, Travion Rudolph. But other than that, they're they're down to like him and a couple of third stringers. If Arkansas State can run their offense like I expect them to be able to, like they have in the past, they should easily be able to win this game. And it's only minus one. 
the Red Wolves look like they want to be here more than Northern Illinois. Here's my one comment on this game. The Crampton Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama is an absolute dump. It might be more of a dump than the Independence Bowl in Shreveport. Wow, that's saying so it, something. It, my, high school, my high school played football games at the Crampton Bowl. It's a dump, I promise you. The place should be condemned and blown up. Just saying. Oh, oh that's what he's Benji agrees. They go to score, and he fails to get Dave Parker at second base, so the Oakland A's take... take I'll tell you what, we're having a Deleted scenes. That deleted scenes will throw it at the end. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> also, there's the name of your episode, and I deleted scenes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, Arkansas State, Northern Illinois, they talked about that one. Uh, James Madison Air Force over 41. Eastern Michigan plus 16 and a half over South Bama. We're on opposite sides of that game. I have two more on Saturday. Scrolling down to the Las Vegas Bowl next in line. Northwestern is a touchdown dog against Utah. It's not like Northwestern's any good, but I'm concerned how much Utah actually wants to be there. And they smoke and mirrored the entire season. I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do it again. They've lost the good quarterback that they had in the pairing between Nate Johnson and Bryson Barnes. Johnson's in the portal. Bryson Barnes, he's going to play. But I just wonder how many other Utah guys are going to play this game, especially on defense. And that might give Northwestern enough of an advantage to be able to stay within a touchdown of this game. Completely with you on all of that, but it's Northwestern. Yeah, I know. And yeah. I know. Mm, I, I, I know I, I know I'm betting on the inferior team. I'm just hoping that Utah kind of inferiors itself enough to get down to Northwestern's level. And besides, it's not like Northwestern football players hit the transfer point. If you go to Northwestern, you're not there for football to begin with. Fair point. Very fair point. Half the Northwestern football team is probably going to be play-by-play announcers in one sport or another 10 years from now. Good point. Very good point. Finally, in the Hawaii Bowl, because again, If you're a degenerate, you have to bet the Hawaii Bowl because it's like it's the late night get back game. Starts at like 730 uh, Pacific time, Vegas time. So it's kind of your late night get back on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a late night get back. Absolutely. It'll finish after midnight on the East Coast for sure. Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Coastal Carolina and San Jose State. The total is 54. And if you're going to entertain yourself while degenerately gambling, you have to bet the over. Over 54 on this game. Grayson McCall is in the transfer portal. He's probably not going to play. It looks like the third stringer, Ethan Vasco, is going to start. But he started a couple games this year and didn't look bad. But what I'm really focusing on is San Jose State. Here's the shot. Chevin Cordero plays his last game back in his home state of Hawaii. Mm. Time to show off. I like it. That's good. And he'll throw a couple touchdowns to Nick Nash. I'll feel good about it. And we'll pick up an over 54 on that game. Good old Nick Nash. Good stuff. Hey, did, um, did you see, I don't know if it was earlier today or late yesterday, where uh, where McCall will be playing at next year? He made an announcement on that. No, where? North Carolina 
mistake. No. Oh. Oh, swerve, bro. Oh, no. Yeah. No. So, yeah, Uh-oh. I got that shit to deal with next season. That makes State a pretty good team then. Yeah. I'm surprised that McCall stuck around as long as he did at Coastal. But good I for am him. too. Yeah. Good for him. Good fit for him, too. It'll work. Hey, I haven't told you this. We're we're off we're soft track. By the way, that's my last game of the of the first week. Gotcha. Tim GM started this new betting radio network called Bet HQ. And yes. so it looks like they're kind of set up with CBS Sports and or ESPN, especially for late some late night stuff. I catch their early morning show and so it's like three AM Pacific time. They have this guy, Michael Jenkins teamed up with this woman, Chelsea Messenger, who is also married to a former big league pitcher. She was a swimmer at North Carolina State. And every so often, she will go on these rants about the University of North Carolina. And every time she does, I think of you and go, dude, Mikey ought to be listening right now. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I ain't got time for that. Oh, you do. You do. No, I really don't. But I, I've been impressed with them because what they have done, they have hired a lot of women. And of course, you know, they're good looking, but they know they're gambling. They're not just stupid, vapid stat spouters. They know how to gamble. I, I've been really impressed with the audio that I have heard from them. It, it's it's worth a listen. Interesting. So that's all we got. We'll, we'll see how much of this actually makes the uh, first cut and which one ends up on the deleted scenes. <laughs> oh, man. We'll be back on Monday and talk up college basketball. Get you prepared for the next couple of Mondays in which we will have big college conference previews that we do. Those will probably drop sometime before the Mondays because that's Christmas and New Year's. Uh, just depends on how soon the best producer in the business gets done editing that shit. And, uh, you know, how, how I can trim Mikey down from a 20 minute rant on the North Carolina Tar Heels to, you know, just 10 minutes. Come on. I ain't that bad. I've got nothing. I, I am tapped out. The shoot job has to be tapped out. I've got nothing else to give this week. I like, we, we've broken the fourth wall so dramatically, man. It's going to take us another week to build it back up. God, it's shattered. I'm out. I'm done. It is absolutely shattered. I can't give it away on 7th um, I have I, I, I have no witty puns to finish this off. That's the best producer in the business, Alan Caps. I'm Mikey Watts. We'll be back Monday talking college hoops, college hoops, more college hoops. We'll get into all sorts of shenanigans as well, I'm sure. And we'll do it right here on Six Year Seniors. Oh, oh, that's what he's Benji agrees. Yes, the leaf claw is outside do you have a nice. leaf claw do you, do you, do you know no. what that is no i have no okay, idea so, okay so sacramento city of trees dumps a ton of leaves this time of the year so we have these claw-like vehicles that come along grab up all the leaves out oh of, wow out okay of the street and so all you do you have to make a big old pile and they come by about every couple of weeks and pick up all the piles interesting never heard of that before yeah city of trees I thought Boise was the city of trees. I thought it was the city of potatoes. No, no, they're the city of trees.
Well, we we're just going to fight them for that. You might have to, yeah. Boy, so, so Boise stems from the French word of bois, B-O-I-S, which means tree. Well, what do you and, know? I think we all it, just learned something. And occasionally, I was going to edit it. I was going to edit all this out, but I think we're keeping it in. Now, now. we might keep it in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Lewis and Clark allegedly coming down the Snake River, and they're going through the desert mountains and whatnot, and they they hit the bend and they see the trees and and the. It was Le Bois, Le Bois, and that's where allegedly where the the the, the name Boise came from. Interesting. Yeah. 